Hey bitches, welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We're your hosts, Kevin Ie, and we have a lot of opinions that are well unpopular. Unpopular. Wow. Thank you for thanks for ending that so gracefully. How's it going, Kevin? I was trying to do it concordant with you. It was beautiful. Um, um I I'm doing just fine. It's another Monday. Um Things are really starting to open up, which is giving you a stomach ache and is making me feel happy, but also broke again. So that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say that my sentiments are the same, although I have been like taking advantage of a few things, but like I would like to keep that at a minimum. Um, well, I think I- honestly now I, your life is going to be perfect because you have the opportunity to do anything, but you at a moment's notice have an excuse to not do anything. That's true. And like, that's how I would like to really live the rest of my life. Right. And it's been proven like recently that young adults are like spreading it a lot more than any other age group now, because like once June hit, we were like out on the town and you can just say like, I am, you know, that's, I mean, that's an excuse that nobody can really argue with. Like, no, sorry, I'm not going to make it today. Like, I don't want to contribute to this pandemic getting worse again. So it's not even that. You could just be like, I see my grandma every week and. True. Like, that's where my priorities lie, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I'm I'm very much in limbo in my life, but it's okay. We're just we're just sliding what through. Mean? What does that mean? Slide <laughs> to the left. That my life is like in limbo right now. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is. I'm just like here. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're working still. Like, whatever. You're just not living in D.C. right now, but you could go back and live in D.C. anytime you wanted to. Correct. I could if I wanted to. (laughs) 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 Maybe someday. (laughs) Um, Okay, everybody. It's time to get real here for a second because we, for the past few months, have been trying to bring you some like nondescript like no hurt feelings news like just like funny things about like Lady Gaga and Amanda Bynes and like all these people that we love and it really hit us on Juneteenth last Friday when we posted a podcast about Britney Spears that we probably should use our platform and our five people that probably are going to view this podcast to talk about something that's a little bit more meaningful um, I know that this has been a an interesting time for a lot of people and a lot of people are on different sides and they are some people are posting a lot and some people are not posting and some people are going up to protests and some people are not and some people like this Wendy Bell character that we just <laughs> were watching a video of in Pittsburgh think that like, you know, this person's to blame, this person's to blame, this person's to blame. Like the bottom line is that, and this is not, a, that's the worst and this is not an unpopular opinion, it's just a fact that racism is a terrible issue in our country and we should do everything that we can in our power to fight against it. And it's easy to just like sit in our apartments and be like, I can't do anything. I'm working from home and I'm like doing my own thing. But um, even if we could dedicate one episode to talking about um, black performers and artists and movies and TV shows and books, then I think we should do that. 
Wow, that was a really eloquent introduction. Thank you so much for doing that. I just want I I don't it this doesn't need to be like a big thing, but we I think we should and we should always like moving forward ingrain it more into the culture of that's the worst the unpopular opinion podcast. Um just that like black people have been underrepresented in all these media that we review and especially I'm going to talk a little bit about like award shows and we've kind of like made fun of that before. Like, Oh, haha, Like it's all white people at these award shows, but it's really quite daunting and staggering when you look at the um, like statistics. So, yeah. And I think even today, just, I mean, I didn't really do a ranking of anything obviously, but like I was just picking out um, people to discuss and like, Sadly, there like weren't that many people to choose from. Mm. I don't like know. Like majorly Maybe I'm not. People. Yeah, I guess. Or at least from things that I have been exposed to, which like obviously means that's an issue that I need to expose myself to more. Well, that's um, exactly. And I think that anybody who's ever listened to this podcast knows that we are two very white people from privileged backgrounds. But um, I don't think that can count as an excuse anymore. Like I think before now we could like we were saying or i was saying like oh i grew up in a white neighborhood my family's all white all of, of my friends growing up until i was like 18 were white like everybody was white my culture is like white right people. because there wasn't and, really an option like that was just the way it was that was it yeah but i don't think that that's not like acceptable anymore and it wasn't acceptable then but right now we i can like change that so we should we should just think more mindfully about things that we say and things that we review and like people that we're putting up even to the five people that like listen to this podcast or the people that just like scroll past this podcast and see that we had another episode about Taylor Swift and Britney Spears. Um, so we acknowledge our privilege and we are going to try and pivot our uh, voice to be more inclusive. Wow. Love it. I didn't even have to say anything. You just captured it all. Love it. Do you think that that covers your? I literally had a dream the other night that she was uh, protesting, and it really just ignited a fire underneath her. <laughs> I don't know if it was a fire, but like, I feel like I mean, I've definitely, I definitely have not been at all vocal um, during any of this because I'm like, mm, what does my voice matter to my followers? But you know what? I'm taking that as a wake up call and. I'm going to use my voice on this podcast. I will say that I uh, like the, the social media posting is something different than what I was just talking about. What I was talking about is like systemic racism and how we need to confront it more and look it more in the face and include it more in our like everyday lives. What has been happening on social media over the past few weeks is um, I'm not sure how to feel about that sometimes. I think it's a lot of performance and not a lot of Act, uh, like real action. Just real, even like thought. Like it's it's, well, it's so because nobody is creating their own thoughts. Like they're literally just reposting things that other people have curated. Some I, I will say, like the vast majority, yes, are just like reposting. You know, white fragility, the book, like a hundred times, which is fine. Um, there are some people that are like sharing who post that actually read it. I agree. And <laughs> I, I like when people like there was this girl from our college today who just like shared her experience as a black woman going to a school 
And like she had like five Instagram stories about it. And like that, I actually read it. I like went through it. But when I see this white person and they have like 25 Instagram stories and they're all like, I don't know, reposting like these graphics of like, uh, like support these things and these like colorful things. I just like, I, I personally just click through all of those and I don't glean anything from that. Um, Well, I think one thing that we've been talking about a lot during all of this is that the people who are following us on social media are people who generally like have the same beliefs as we do. That's like the point, right? Like if you have, if you're a pretty unpopular person on social media, which is us, like we're not like celebrities, you only follow the people that you want to see and they only follow the people that they want to see. So the only people who follow you want to see like your ideals and your ideals are basically their ideals. Right. So that just like it comes into question like what is me posting something that everybody is going to agree with like it's more of just like a validation for yourself and just like Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people were only posting things to feel better about themselves Mm -hmm. it was definitely like a peer pressure situation for sure it still is it's still like that one that is like there is a lot of very good meaningful content out there but i feel like at this point it's kind of hard to like filter out what is actually constructive i speaking like only from an education standpoint because they like you've seen a thousand times over the past few weeks like white people should educate themselves first i haven't really been educated by like 95 percent of the posts that i've seen um i've like forgotten about them so I, yeah. Even like people I follow, like it hasn't really been that effective for me. Even when I was trying to curate a list of TV shows, movies, like books, like I went to like Oprah magazine. Like I, I'm not gonna go yeah, to like, not, like going- my friend's Instagram feed to like my white friend's Instagram feed to like find that. Right. Well, I guess that also just says. I mean, I don't think that Instagram is in general like a place where you go to get information like is that really Mm. the right platform to be doing that or is it Mm. more just an exposure type of thing well we're not going back on facebook because that's literally everybody posting about how much they hate fame face masks so we know it's that not that (laughs) platform um i don't know and twitter moves so fast that twitter's like on a new thing already like I actually I have learned a lot from TikTok. Like I like I like some of the the TikToks that people post, and that definitely to your point about like original content. Posting a TikTok is like that's your. It's either somebody like speaking yeah. There's really not the, much that you can like copy. I mean, I guess right. people copy sounds, but if it's for something like this, it's more like people just speaking, which you can't really yeah. like take from somebody else. Have you seen that girl, the woman who like sings? Which one? (laughs) There's a lot of people who sing. It's this black woman. She's like larger and she, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. That's this black woman. (laughs) And she said, she like sings things now. Like she, and then people use them as audio for their background sound. Yeah, it's good. I'll send you a few. It's like, um, I'll, I'll pull up my favorite one and I'll, I'll just play it on here because I think it's really good. It's like um, it's talking about how people are using statistics now, like especially white people are like black people are the the majority criminals. Like they should be like 
a police to this rate and she's basically saying like but i'm gonna sing it now black people are over policed and white people are undercharged, and that's why something something and and so um anyway it's really good, good and that's <laughs> i'm sorry it's just like no, it's fine i don't even this is my other thing on tiktok like i don't know what to search like sometimes woman, if you just like singing like, if you just like search like two words that the person said you can sometimes find it really yeah well i guess maybe it's more for like the music that's behind it i'm not i don't know um but yeah i think that i think that tiktok is maybe like better i don't know mm-hmm. 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 i'll find it at a i'll find it at a later date but it's pretty good anyway she, and then people use it like to use as the audio for their TikToks too. Um, the one thing that I do think, you know, definitely got a lot of social media hype once again. And the, and the reason for us doing this episode is Juneteenth last Friday. And for me personally, like Juneteenth, that celebration, I'm glad that people celebrated, but it's also just so sad that it literally took years between the emancipation proclamation and for people to actually be like, free people and not be actual like objects owned by other people um i just i honestly like i didn't know about that like until this past month which is crazy mm -hmm. and i think that Mm -hmm. like another big idea that's been going around is just like how little we were educated in like history and social studies about any black history and it's just like crazy. Like I remember in like even when you were learning about like the Civil War, like I never thought of like the Confederacy being bad. I don't oh, know. Oh, really? I don't like I feel like that's just not I feel like you just like learned about maybe this was because I went to Catholic school and nobody cared, but um I don't know. I just don't Liter- think- I think my only takeaways from like history were like the Confederacy was bad. The Union was good. We ended slavery, and that won the war. Like those were the things that my like, was that like a song that you, was that like a song yeah, that was, you learned? <laughs> no, but like that's those are the things that I like took away from it. And I just thought like Abraham Lincoln, he's amazing. He said slavery is over, and then it was over, and that was it. And yeah, yeah. And really, what happened was like slavery was over, and like wherever he was living, like Virginia or whatever, like he said it. And then it wasn't actually over for like three years, especially for those poor people in Texas. It's just terrible. And I just think like, I don't get white people that are like, we also matter. Like, yeah, you matter. You literally owned people. Like, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Just insane. Yeah. I don't know. But so we like- are, we're working on just educating ourselves, you know? Yeah. And I don't think it's, I feel like a lot of like the messaging out there makes it seem like it needs to be this like immediate thing. And like, I'm going to watch 20 movies and read all of these books. Like, no, I think it can just be something that you like integrate into your life. Um, I don't think I completely agree. I don't think it needs to be like an overnight thing. Um, Well, and that's, that was my point earlier. Like even trying to find like a list of movies, like, I'm going to go to Netflix's like genre category rather than go to somebody's like Instagram story. And like, what was I supposed to do with all those like screenshot them for later? Like, 
Right. I guess, maybe. Right. But is the, I mean, my final thing that annoyed me so much about all that was the calligraphy. And I know, I think I've told you this before, but like, why did everything need to be like a beautiful, like flowery, like graphic? Because it's Instagram. I guess, yeah. That's what I kept saying. Like, so many content creators out there were like posting things so that it looked nice with like their Instagram aesthetic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, no, it's not really about, it's not really about you, you know? No. But... And I don't, I don't think it would have taken, I don't think it gained any like effectiveness by making it this nice design. Like just have facts on a post. It doesn't right. need to be like flowery and like look nice. I, that's not, no. I don't think that that was necessary. Nope. It's a little ridiculous. So we are going to go through some TV shows, movies, books, actors, actresses, and artists, musical artists. Um, I guess we should get more into like like, painters. (laughs) I know. I was like, I guess we should get more into like art, but I don't don't think that that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about music. Oh, the other other TikTok that was very influential on me was I saw she, this woman like went through... um, like historical figures and said like you think that this person is white but they're actually black did you know william shakespeare is not white no yeah crazy he's like half black i know i did not know that and i um, I saw that somewhere recently saint nicholas santa yeah wow i know And then I saw this other TikTok of this girl. White either, you know. (laughs) I know that, but I don't think that literally all of America knows that. Literally, poor Gug with her like hung up, uh, fake like white Jesus. (laughs) Jesus is so creepy. Oh my god, she thinks there was this other girl who did a TikTok that she went through her day trying to go without black inventions by black people, and she like couldn't do it. It was crazy. Yeah, I saw, I did see, I don't, I can't remember when it was, but someone did like an Instagram stories about all of these things that were invented by black women. And it was a lot of things. Yeah. I'm pretty sure one of them was like a hairdryer or something. Uh, uh, Definitely like an ironing board. Yeah. Like a lot of things. How do I get to, here's an idea that I just had. How do I like get to my likes, the thing that the things that I've liked? What do you mean? On, on Instagram? Oh. Oh, here it is. Wait, likes. Yeah, here we go. Maybe I can find her this way. Oh, I like rarely like things like that. There she TikTok. is. Oh my, gosh. oh my wow. god. Okay, ready? I'm gonna play it for everybody. Her name okay, let's do her it. handle is Rin Star R Y N N Star. Oh now I have to wait till it starts over. Okay, wait, hold on. I'll I'll let you know when it's starting. Can't you just like swipe? Okay, ready? Yep, let's do it. Black are over police, so of course they have higher rates of crime. And white perpetrators are undercharged, so of course they have lower rates of crime. And all of those stupid stats you keep using are operating off a small sample size. So shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> she's so funny and uh, no, she's I done a few of them 
and people are doing like dances to them now. It's funny. That's funny. And like you're you're spreading that information. Yeah. I, I actually like I learned Very that actively. And, and by her making it a song. Uh, Hello, Schoolhouse Rock. I actually remember it. Her yeah. other one that she did recently was it was about white saviors in movies, which is something that they talked about on the toast too. while wow, she posts a lot, which is good. I'm glad that she posts a lot. I just don't. Does she have a lot of followers? Movies. She has uh, three hundred four thousand followers. Oh my gosh, good for her. Yeah, better than my three. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I think that TikTok, if you're looking for like Black Lives Matter content and trying to learn things, I actually would go to TikTok. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. That's like the one big conclusion from this episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's start with TV shows. Um, I. Okay, so why don't you, you just like go through your lists and then okay. I'll just like add to them if I okay. want to. I and this is I got TV shows and movies from the Black Lives Matter genre on Netflix. It's very useful. And I tried to do things that I have actually seen, uh, but I haven't actually seen all these things. So bear with me here. Um, the first one is Dear White People. And I watched Dear White People at the beginning of last year, I think. I remember being home and it was. It's just a really well done Netflix original series and there's a, a lot of really great characters in it and they do they have this like really intense scene where this white guy like sings the n-word from on a song at like a frat house and okay. like I've definitely I have definitely like said that word while singing a song which is absolutely terrible and people are really getting like called out for doing that now I think Definitely what I did, it was like probably in like a crowded frat brace basement like this story does. But it goes through like then they there's like a fight and somebody calls the cops and the cop like pulls a gun on this black guy. It's just like crazy how quickly it happens. And mm -hmm. the other thing that I think is interesting about this show is that they have like um, it's set on a campus with like a, a predominantly black dorm and at that dorm there's all these like factions and they like go through Within all the, the factions dorm. yeah and it's like it it's just and they do they talk about like sexuality and like uh skin color and like all these different things it's really cool and they're short episodes um i think i watched is it like supposed season to be two. like a comedy like what it's what it's like a genre? dramedy i would say it's okay. funny it is funny like most of the time and then it gets like it, like it gets scary real. Yeah. oh it gets scary okay well just scary because like it's scary how fast like people get a gun like pulled on them yeah and also i just i did see like some parallels between what was happening in that show and what i saw like at our college yeah that's true which is like terrifying because i feel like a lot of shows you're like well that never like you think, that's oh, not that real yeah yeah, yeah. No, definitely happens. And there's this one character. I feel like at our college, we definitely had like a, we had one like black token. Like that's, and that's what happens in this show too. Like 
you're not like the other people. You're like better and you're all these things. And, and then he gets like pushed too far and then he goes down the spiral and it's, it's, it's an interesting show. It has a lot of characters. It's cool. Oh, it's old. Oh, really? It's from 2014 or just kidding. Um, it might be. Cause the, I think they're on season like four now. Well, no, here it says 27, first episode 2017, but then I saw something else 2014, so I'm confused. I feel like 2017 might be more accurate. Yeah, or maybe there was a movie. Oh, maybe. It, the The point is, like, it's this woman, and yeah, she has a radio a show. Oh, and every... Oh, so did they have the movie, and then they made a Netflix show about it, about the movie? Or, like, about, you know, a spinoff of that? Yeah, it looks like it's a similar concept. It's this woman and she has a radio show and her radio show is named Dear White People. And she just she uses like experiences that she's had at college to say like, Dear White People, don't do this. Okay, cool. And then she ends up dating a white guy. And so then it's like it's so it's just very complex because then, you know, he wants to be involved, but she doesn't really want him to be involved. And then everybody feels like she's like selling out because she's dating this white guy it's just like really crazy yeah so that's my first one sorry i won't spend all this time on each show the next <laughs> Let's get um show is called when they see us and it's a mini series about the central park five and this is one that i have not watched because i get such a pit and anxiety about this ever happening in real life that i don't really want to watch a series about it but i think that it's important that there's a mini series and one day maybe i will watch it but it's what about it the about? the central park five do you know who that is no uh it's the men at the heart of uh, the tragic miscarriage of justice that like recently they were proven innocent by DNA evidence after spending years in prison. Basically this woman, this white woman in central park was um, killed and raped, I think. And there were like a group, there was a group of five black men like around the area and they brought them all in and they like interrogated them until they ended up like, uh, confessing i guess but they were Even just confessing because they, they were getting threatened mm -hmm. and so then years later they were all in jail and some they like found dna evidence that it wasn't any of them so they were let out of prison it's just that i think they spent happened? like yeah it's true wow i've heard of that show i haven't seen it yeah, so I think that would be a good thing to watch. It would probably be really sad and just like terrible that it actually happened. Um, my next show I also haven't watched, but I would like to discuss with IE because it's called Disclosure. It just came out on Friday, and it's about um, trans people. And uh, someone told me the other day that like a, tr a black trans person is only supposed to live into like 30, like age 30. That's their life expectancy. What? And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, I'll go into it a little bit because my next one is Pose, and that's also about black trans people. But I was I was watching the preview before this, and it's Laverne Cox like talking about her journey, and I was like, "Wow, this looks really cool. Maybe I'll get into it." And then who comes on next? But Caitlyn Jenner, no and way. I literally I was like, "Why? Why would you?" I get that like she's a big celebrity, but like. Can we just not include her in this? Like, 
No, I she just does think not that there's <laughs> no. And so I looked it up and I was like, wow, that actually is her. And they, so an article said like, oh, they go, they run the gamut of trans stories, like co- going all the way from this person all the way to the I am Kate situation, like with is Caitlyn like Jenner, and like, I think it's it's an hour and a half long, like. Yeah, I think it might be a documentary. Oh. I'm like, I keep searching. Sorry, I should have put it in movies category. I keep searching Disclosure and the, like, DJ is coming up. (laughs) Oh, I think just search Disclosure Laverne Cox. I think that she, like, narrates it maybe? Yeah. Anyway, I just don't. I think Caitlyn Jenner, if you're not going to literally be, like, the biggest liberal, like, Joe Biden supporter, go away. Literally go away the fuck away she is like very problematic like i'm glad that she is like she's who she wants to be but like at least be an advocate for other people literally (laughs) like let's maybe not vote for trump you know what else has been in my head recently and i don't want to even sing it here but that fucking women for trump video that is like viral that song real women vote for trump like ah, it's so see, annoying i didn't see that i just saw that it was like it's from like a year ago oh i just like you're talking about the people in tulsa yeah those people <laughs> it's so uh, okay bad, but it's kind of funny so i am i am on the season finale i tried to watch it before now but some annoying people at work literally like needed something like oh, i'm busy my God. um it's called Pose. It's on Netflix. It's a Ryan or wait, what's his name? Ryan the guy who Murphy. did Glee. It's a Ryan Murphy show, so it's like out there. It's so extra, but it's so good. And it's set in the nineties about uh black like trans uh like ballroom culture and it's with Billy Porter and it's just like once again really sad about how people treat them and but also really fun because they do all the music from the nineties and it's just like uplifting and it's really great. Do you so think I would like it? Put, it looks kind of good. I think you should try it. I don't I don't know if you'll like like it, but it's only the first season's like nine episodes, the second season's like ten episodes, and that's all that's on Netflix right now. So whatever. Okay. Um my next show is called Self Made. It's the um story it's with Octavia Spencer and it's about Madam CJ Walker. Um the first episode is so sad because it's like Octavia Spencer making it big and she has like this um, some like hair issues because there wasn't like a huge uh, business for like black people hair and her hair basically like falls out because she doesn't have any money and her husband leaves her and it's just like so sad. I and so she watched this. I remember she pulled this. herself up. Yeah. It's like a, I think it's like a dramedy as well. Like they go through her life a little bit. And honestly, did you watch the whole like, thing? No, I watched like five episodes, I think. Okay. Uh, Madam CJ Walker is like still they like sell her stuff like now. So it's crazy. It's really great. Yeah. Um so it's a good like short thing. And honestly, after watch after making all of my lists, Octavia Spencer has done like so much for like just as a black actress. Um She's in a lot. She's in a lot. I'll have some thoughts on her a little bit later, but not right now. Um, And my last TV show is called Black AF. And I originally just looked at it because Rashida Jones is in it, who is also in Parks and Rec. And I was like, is, and she's also in the office. And I was like, is she black? And she is. Yeah. Um, 
she plays like the wife uh and she it's like it it's an okay show it's um it's interesting and they it's kind of similar to dear white people like they tackle a different issue um every episode which is cool i also i don't think i finished that season but i watched some of it that's on netflix yeah hashtag black af yeah i think i've seen that on there it's the the show creator has uh he's the same guy that made black ish and this is the first time that he is like he's starring well, in I it i wanted to watch that it looks good yeah so he directed that one or produced it or something and now he's like he's starring in this one so he's not like i don't think he's an actor by trade but rashida jones is a really good actor so it's it's good so those are my tv shows cool um, I didn't pick any TV shows. Um, I just picked people. Okay. So next we're going to go into movies. My first movie that I've watched recently and that we will not go into our unpopular opinions about this person is Homecoming, the Beyonce tour. Um, I think it's really just entrepreneurial of her to get a full Netflix special out of her Coachella show like i don't think a lot of people have done that or had the forethought to do that and it's really just crazy that she spliced the two nights like together into one netflix special that's still like very popular right now so it's good um my next movie is the 13th and that's been going around a lot and it's something that i need to watch but i have not watched yet it explains how the 13th amendment oh okay (laughs) It explains how the 13th (laughs) Amendment abolished slavery while simultaneously creating a new kind of forced labor and indentured servitude called the American Prison Industrial Complex. Um, So it's basically about how like slavery turned into sending black people to prison, which is just really crazy and really scary because I have these like irrational fears of like the police and jail and I shouldn't because I'm a white guy, but it just makes me feel so sad that like, black people are disproportionately affected by both police brutality and over um, what's it called? Oh, like over prisoning, sending them to prison more than they should be. No comment to that. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to keep going. Sorry. My next movie is queen of Katwe. It is, I actually think it's on Disney plus as well. It's um, about this girl in uganda and she learns how to play chess and she goes on to all these things we like watched it when i was in peace corps um at like a camp with you know kids and it was so amazing and a good job to i think it is i think it's on disney plus or like disney Um, affiliated yeah so good job to disney um my next movie is called moonlight it's about like lgbt black people in miami um, and I'll get back to it a little bit, but the actor uh, Mahershala Ali was nominated for, what is it, an Oscar for it? Yeah, that movie uh, was good. popular. I did yeah. not know what that was about, though. I think it it's won. Basic. I, I think, you know what? Wait, I think it uh, won Best Picture. It did not win Best Picture. Oh. It won. Actually, it wasn't even nominated for Best Picture. Really? You can double check. I copied and pasted the Academy Award for Best Pictures. The Black people. Black. What is it called? What is it called? Moonlight. Yeah. It definitely. He won something. I think. 
Mahershala Ali definitely won. He won the first Muslim actor to win an Oscar. First two-time African-American performers won in a supporting role Oscars in the same year. But I don't think that won Best Picture. Okay. Anyway. It definitely got nominated a lot, though. I remember hearing about it. It was good, but it gave me some serious anxiety. Um, so good, it? but yeah, I watched it. Okay, it's just like you're really, sad. You're it's really like, carrying the team here. I haven't seen any of these things, but maybe well, I'll I need this. Is yeah, whatever. I I don't think I think the TV shows I've definitely made an effort. It, they haven't been recently, but like over the past year, to maybe watch some of these. Um, Moonlight I just watched like randomly one night it's just on Netflix yeah like the amount of time that I watch TV let's spend at least one of those hours like watching something meaningful Um, yeah I'm bad at watching things that are meaningful because I don't pay attention (laughs) well I will say what I was going to say earlier about TV shows is that um, Grey's Anatomy had a really great um, scene in the episode that I just watched in season 12 on systemic racism Maggie like explains it to Amelia it's this whole situation and so I will say that even like and Grey's Anatomy is you know created by Shonda Rhimes so like that's kind of it's not as good as it could get but it's not bad it's something in like a more mainstream TV show yeah it's mainstream for sure but I think she she injects her voice a little bit so my yeah, next movie sure. is Becoming, the Michelle Obama story, and I watched oh, that, and it was really good. That? Did I watch that with you? Um, no, I don't think I did. Maybe. it's. I was a little disappointed because it was just about her book tour and not about – it was a little bit about her life, but not as much as I wanted, and I think that she is pretty guarded. Um, obviously, being the first black first lady, like – people literally hate her and they're really mean to her. So I can understand why she's for literally no reason. Yeah. She's literally perfect. Like she did everything amazing. They like go to her child at home. They do all these things. It's just, she was literally Barack's like tutor in law school. I didn't know that. Like it's just, it's a really good story and she's just really like nice to talk to or I didn't talk to her. Nice to talk to. (laughs) I really (laughs) like seeing her talk. Um, The other, my last movie and something that was on the, the Black Lives Matter genre is the movie Hitch. And you have seen this really? one, Aisha. You can jump this on in. This is the one thing that I've seen. Well, Will Smith, it's starring Will Smith and um, Eva Mendez is like the, you know, his like love interest. So that's also a person of color. So I think it was just, it is kind of crazy that that's like the one rom-com that like stars a person of color. There's always like a supporting role for a person of color, but like Hitch actually like starred him. So yeah, well, I yeah, love that movie like too. A friend. No, I love that movie too. Mm-hmm. Didn't we um, watch okay, that so recently? I it's on Netflix now. So I literally might watch it tonight. Like it's so good. It's so funny. It's, no, I it's think like I a perfect it rom-com. Yeah, it's really good. Um, now, on the other hand, books, I have not read any of these books. I just made a list of five books. So if you want to jump in at any time, i.e., um, you can do that. Um, Great. My first, and I went to the Oprah Winfrey book list, and she has some really good articles recently about like movies to watch, books to watch. Um, so good for Oprah. And I'm going to talk about her later in the actresses. Uh, the first movie, uh, the first book is called "I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings" by Maya Angelou. Oh, I read just that. Just like the classic. 
I actually, did you read my last two are the color purple and a raisin in the sun? Did you read? I read a raisin in the sun, I think. Um, mm, did you read either of so. those in high school? Mm, maybe they were assigned, but I probably didn't read them. I just think I didn't read that's, anything. That's also when like the education system could have been like, this is racism. Like I remember we did read fences. I remember reading it. I don't remember like talking about racism at all. Like we, I guess we talked about like, did you read the bluest eye? I don't think so. We read that. I actually remember reading that. It's by Toni Morrison. Did it, was it like pretty outward with, with its thoughts? Um, I can't remember, but I just know that it was, I don't know, about like a black girl. That's all I remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> In like the well, depression. One of the, this is again, like this is, there's a book called The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander and I should read that, but I think it's going to just make me feel so sad, but I should just get over my sadness and my white guilt and I should do it. So that's one that I want to read. And then one that I think you would like is called My Sister, the Serial Killer. It is by Oyinkan Braithwaite. I've heard of that. In this satirical thriller, Corridi's life is constantly upended as she's forced to clean up after her sociopath sister who has a tendency to oh, kill yeah, her I've boyfriends. I oh, okay. remember seeing that um, cover. I feel like before. you might like it. Well, I'll add it to my list. Um, okay, so those are books, and I'm going to get into actors now and then actresses. So these ones I did kind of rank, or rather I just think that they are, you know, I'm, I'm feeling kind of conflicted because they're pop culture, so... I think that maybe they've been like, um, they haven't been like taking a stand as much. And so white people like us can like, like them a lot. I'm not really sure. I think it's all very complex and we're working through our feelings, but we're just going to go for it. Um, my first actor is Tay Diggs. Firstly from Rent, uh, incredible. The plays a terrible character, but gets to be with Idina Menzel, which is incredible. And then more recently he's in that, he plays um, the guy who wants to take over their their apartment. Oh. Huh. Benny. What happened to Benny? Yeah, that's him. That's all I remember. <laughs> and more recently, he's in that Netflix original movie with, um, oh boy, what's her name? The, the Asian actress. Um, you know what I'm talking about. The setup or the hookup or the where their interns like set them up so that they can hook up. Oh yeah. Um, I think I've seen that. So the you setup. have seen it. We watched it the together. The setup. setup. It's good. Yeah. He's uh, my next actor. And we've talked about him before is Will Smith. He's in hitch. He's in, I am legend. He's in the pursuit of happiness. He's just like really popular, really great all around. Like him a lot. My next one is Morgan Freeman, and unfortunately, the the thing that I remember him most from is Bruce Almighty, and I want to kill. Myself I know I, al- I almost that. put him for that, but that's the only thing I know of him being in. He was in Invictus. I think that's what we should like aspire to relate him with Invictus, What's which Invictus? is like it's about um. Is that like what's a horse his name? Movie? I oh my god! What? It's about 
the guy from South Africa who had the soccer team and then he was imprisoned. Um, oh, oh my I gosh. I was thinking <laughs> secretary. You were thinking, yeah. Is that like it the Invictus is... Games? Yes. Okay, I'm not a complete moron. Um, what? Hold on, sorry. I want to see, I want to remember who, oh, Nelson Mandela. Oh my God, I.E. That everybody, this is exactly what we're talking about. Nelson Mandela was like a very big part in ending segregation, especially in South Africa. And we will be better to know his name off the bat rather than thinking about secretariat for 10 minutes. Okay. Well, I just didn't know what the word Invictus was. So I didn't know what it was referring to, but now I know. Now we know. The more you know. My next actor, and I did talk about him in my actor awards, is Idris Elba. I think he's amazing. He's a DJ. He's just like all over the place. He plays some superheroes in some movies, and he's just great. And then my fifth actor is Mahar Shala Ali, the guy who was in Moonlight. And like I said before, he was the first Muslim actor to win an Oscar. And he was in Moonlight, but then he was also in oh, something else. Uh, when... Beale Street can talk, I think. Did you see Let that? Me just double check that. I did not see it, but I know that it was very popular, right? Good. Yeah. Uh, Moonlight. Oh, he was in Hidden Figures. Uh, oh, I put that as a movie, that. even though I don't think I watched the whole thing, but. Oh, it's so I good. I literally cried. It's amazing. Oh, he's Boggs in The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1 and Part 2. That's why he's so fucking familiar. I just watched those. Who's Boggs? Uh, he like the, he's the commander that takes care of Katniss. Oh. Moonlight, Hidden Figures, Green Book. Oh, I've heard of that. So do you want to do actors? Okay, so the only people that I put are, um, and I'm pretty sure that this guy is known for other things besides the thing that I've seen him in, but um, I know him from the show Parenthood, and that is Michael B. Jordan. But now, he's, Oh, like, yeah, I love famous. him. Yeah. Um, I think he's like in superhero movies. Um, he's in um, uh, Black Panther. Yeah, which I have not seen. Um, and then the other person that I picked, who I don't know his name, but that guy in Younger. Oh, Zane. Oh, yeah. um, Charles. No, wait. Charles Davis. He's also in Grey's Anatomy. Right. Okay. Well, those are the two people I picked. I didn't. I love him. I think super, he's a great actor. I didn't oh want to pick super mainstream people. Okay, that's it. That concludes my segment. <laughs> you don't want to talk about Raven Simone? Oh, I well, we, did you do actresses? Oh, I'm about to. Okay. I have more to contribute in actresses. I'm literally going to lose my mind if I can't remember. Charles Michael Davis is his name. There we go. Do you follow yeah, him he's on great. Instagram? I think I do. Yeah. There you go. Okay, actresses. I would like to point out first that Hattie McDaniel was the first African-American to win an Academy Award in 1939. She won it for Gone with the Wind. And the reason why she has come out recently is because in the movie Hollywood, Queen Latifah portrays Hattie McDaniel as um, kind of like a mentor to this black actress. Um, she played 
at Mammy in Gone with the Wind. Um, have you seen Gone with the Wind? No, I have not. And I think that it's probably terribly outdated, but she's the first person that won an, an, America, or an Academy, Award, Academy so. Award. Shout out to Hattie McDaniel. It's a classic. My uh, list starts with Viola Davis. Um, she was in The Help, but she said that The Help was one of the biggest regrets oh, of her, her career. Uh, but How to Get Away, to Get Away with Murder is incredible. She looks so good the entire show. I just like... Every time I think about how to get away with murder, I think about her like walking. You know, she just like she you looks so like, good, and she's always powerful. just like, yeah, it's just so good in her like speech and everything is incredible. Honestly, um, like I feel bad that that show ended up being terrible because she deserves. Better. It wasn't her fault. Blame yeah. Shonda Rhimes, that bitch. You just can't kill off people as fast as she was killing off people on that show. Well, like you're losing your plot. Like I don't understand what was happening. My second actress is named Oprah Winfrey. She was nominated for the 1985 Best Supporting Actress Award for The Color Purple, and that was her breakout acting debut. And since then, I just think that she's done amazing things. She has an amazing show, amazing platform. She's just really overall amazing. Weight Watchers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she like, I mean, she is much more than an actress. She is like I, a absolutely. figure. I, I think that even she consider her an actress. She's like a media mogul. Absolutely. My apologies for even designating <laughs> her under that category. That's I would okay. put her I up put with her Michelle Obama my... for her like I have a public activism. figure um, category. Oh. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, our next actress goes without. She needs no introduction. Her name is Whoopi Goldberg, and. I if you've ever seen Sister Act, and if you haven't, literally stop listening and to this podcast right now. Back in the habit. Turn it on. It's so good. She's so amazing. She is still relevant because she's on The View and she's on TikTok. She's just doing it. She's doing the damn thing. She is. My next actress is Queen Latifah. She oh, was in a lot of things. She was in 30 Rock. She was in The Last Holiday. She was in uh, Hollywood, which is what I was just talking about. Um just really amazing. Oh, and of course she was in Hairspray. Oh my gosh, yeah. Next, um, Jennifer Hudson. I think Jennifer Hudson is literally incredible. Sex and the City, the movie, and um, Dreamgirls, which I both I love see, both of those movies. Her, I put her in my singer category. Oh, you have a singer category. Oh, was I not supposed to? Is that in your artist category? Oh, is that what you did? Artist? Yeah. I also oh, okay. have her in my artist category because her songs from Dreamgirls are amazing. Okay. My last actress is Octavia Spencer. We were talking about it. She was also on 30 Rock and she was in The Shape of Water and The Help. So she's pretty critically acclaimed. Is The Shape of Water that one where the guy like falls in love with the fish or whatever? Alien. Or the alien. I've never seen that, but it it's really the woman. She falls in love with an alien. Okay. Um, do you okay, want to do so, your actresses? Yeah, so I only have a okay. few additions to your list. We had a lot that lined up. Um, but I had Regina King, who was in Legally Blonde 2. Yes, she's <laughs> the um, she's in a lot of things she's though. Like she's in other, yeah, she definitely is in like more important, relevant things, but that's the only thing I know her from. But she's really great. I think Cinderella she story. 
How my dare gosh. you, I. Yeah. She's um, the we've definitely talked about her before because she's the manager of the diner in Cinderella. Yeah, we Star. definitely, yeah, we had that revelation. Um, so I put her I Oh my god, and she's in Miss Congeniality too. But yeah. more importantly, she's in If Beale Street Could Talk. Okay. Yeah, that's what she won for, I think. Yeah. Um, and then I also had Queen Latifah and Whoopi Goldberg and Viola Davis. Um, but Love. then I also had Vanessa Williams, who I know from like Serena Williams's sister. Is maybe that's not maybe I didn't mean Vanessa Williams. <laughs> oh no no no! I'm sorry. That's Venus Williams. You're right, <laughs> Vanessa Williams. Um, yeah, Vanessa Williams, she was in um, Desperate Housewives in, like, the last few seasons. She was, like, the new neighbor who moved in. She was really good. Um, and then, finally, I have Zendaya for... Oh, yeah, nice. Who's, like, she, like, does it all, but she is Euphoria. in... Um, Euphoria, which is an amazing show. Spider-Man. Sure. Okay, that's that concludes my actresses. I would just like to, I want to take a moment to go through all of the Academy Awards for Best Pictures that um, are designated as like uh, black films because for the whole history of the Academy Awards, there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, even nominated. There's only 11 films that have been nominated and it just makes me literally. And it's just so stupid because they're all literally about, they're all what this woman on TikTok would say is like the white savior or they're about slavery. It's crazy. So in 1985, Quincy Jones was nominated for the color purple. It was the first African-American producer whose film was nominated for best picture just nominated only one of these actually won best picture and i'll let you guess it at the end i um the next one is precious by lee daniels and i've seen that movie the blind side by Broderick johnson it's the first african-american director whose film was nominated for best picture first two time of white like google white savior precious and the blind side first time movie though I like it, yeah, just because Sandra Bullock's incredible. First time two films with African-American producers were nominated for Best Picture. 2012, it was Django Unchained. 2013, it was 12 Years a Slave, and that was the first black director and producer to win. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's the one that won, of course. Wait, which one? 12 Years a Slave. Oh. Okay, well, now I can't guess anymore. I know, because I said it's the first black director and producer to win Best Picture. It's just so crazy that that's the only one that has won. It's called 12 Years a Slave. It's insane. Um, Selma in 2014, and that was produced by Oprah. Um, It was the first black female producer nominated for Best Picture. 2016 was Fences by Denzel Washington. Oh, I'm sorry. Fences, Hidden Figures by Pharrell Williams and Manchester by the Sea by Kimberly Stewart. And it's the first time that three films with black producers were nominated for Best Picture. Um, 2017 was Get Out. And then 2018 was Black Klansman, both by Jordan Peele. Oh, Get Out. Um, And so the only one that won was 12 Years a Slave. So I just think that that's literally insane. Yeah. 
and we can move on to artists. Awesome. I think the first one goes without any introduction because he just came out with a new album and he's married to Chrissy Teigen, who is incredible, and he's the father to Luna and Miles. The best people in, on the planet. Can you guess it, I.E.? I don't know. I'm not sure. Why don't you tell me? It's John Legend, also known as like John Stevens or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Luna Stevens. I also had him on my list, even though I don't particularly like his music that much, but I like him as a person. But that I one song him. with he, with David Guetta is really good. Okay, well, but that's Conversations like in the Dark. Um, but I need to give it a chance because I haven't, but I guess I just, that's not like, I don't know, my style of music that I enjoy is pretty shallow, so I probably need to expand my horizons. Maybe just try listening to a song for longer than like four seconds. Four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if Chrissy endorses it. True. Well, she only liked a few songs, so maybe I'll pick one <laughs> that she said. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Do you want to keep going with your list? Sure. I only had a few, but um, I had John Legend. I also had Jennifer Hudson in my singer yep. category. Um, I mean, artists. Um, I also had Rihanna. Um, oh, good one. Yeah, I like her. Um, and then I had Nicki Minaj. Me too. I have Nicki as well. Yeah. I Here's a I question. Like... Huh? Go ahead. No, I was huh? just going to say justice for Nicki Minaj. Like, where has she been? She's incredible. She's on the number one of the Billboard Top 100 today. What? With um trolls. <laughs> oh god, well I'm not gonna listen to that if it's in trolls. <laughs> no, it's not in trolls, it's called trolls. Oh, I thought you meant it was like in the trolls movie or something. I'm pretty sure that the song is called Trolls. Oh, I haven't seen that. I'll have to check it out. She has a new video and everything. Um did you my question was gonna be, did you know that Mariah Carey is half black? Well that's what I was like Googling and I was like, Oh my god, is Mariah Carey black? I yeah, she's half black. I also don't really like Mariah Carey, but um Oh, okay. That's my My artist includes <laughs> John Legend, Beyonce, Whitney Houston, Alicia Keys, Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey, oh, Jennifer Hudson, Nicki Minaj, Lil Nas X, Lizzo, and Drake, only because he was in Degrassi, not because of his music. And oh, my the last thing, and here we go to top off our unpopular opinions, is Michael Jackson. I have him in there. Um, I don't like him. I don't support him. I don't think he should be on the radio. However, he did push things forward for black people. So that's why he's included right now. He did? Yeah. Even though he bleached his skin? So he bleached his skin because he had that... Um, condition where he was gonna be like um that woman that you have an unsavory nickname for um <laughs> oh no okay let's just stop talking now i'm just gonna get <laughs> okay. myself into trouble <laughs> he was gonna be like patchy kind of so he just went the whole other direction oh i thought he was like i i didn't really know the story behind it so now i know I, think, I still don't I like think him. I still what, think he's a pedophile. But I you know what? Post, if he did do something good, then good. 
I think post-falmously, they... Posthumously? Have... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you said that they... the other day. I was like, what the fuck is post-falmously? <laughs> I thought it meant like after you died. <laughs> yeah, it's posthumously. I think posthumously that they have figured that out. <laughs> okay. They've also figured out that he probably like touched little boys. So, uh, you know, a grain of salt, everybody. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, so I feel good about the. Do you want to continue with? Do you have artists or do you have anything else you want to say? No, I think I'm good. I think I got all oh. my got all my lists out there. I think the last things that we should talk about is that Raven Simone is one of our favorite black, um, like you know, people that we grew up with, and she is recently married. Yeah, I don't know who she's married to. I don't know who that woman is, but happy for Me Raven. Neither. Good for her. Um, She's also gone like TikTok famous recently. So good for her with that too. Not intentionally. Um, she just did it on like her Instagram live, I think. Yeah, she's doing pretty well. Um, she's still kind of crazy. I do think that, I mean, weren't there like a few episodes of That's So Raven that like did address race? Talked about white privilege. Yes, especially the one yeah. that she got. Um, she couldn't get the job at the store. Yeah, I remember that, like, as a kid. And I remember so, it more because it was on TikTok. You know the other... Okay, I don't know if this movie is at all relevant, but I recently watched the decom, The Color of Friendship, and I don't know the real facts behind any of that stuff, but I think that it was, like, well beyond its years in terms of Disney Channel original movies. So isn't the color of friendship? Wasn't that also about uh, a white about, woman like, from South time. Africa? Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, that definitely. I definitely saw it, but I, I don't remember it very vividly. But maybe that's going to be a Disney Plus, you know, revisit. You should definitely. Yeah, I don't. I like don't know what about it is true, but like basically, it's about this black family that lives in dc and the daughter um she like signs up to get like an exchange, an exchange student from student. africa yeah and, and she's, she's like so person. excited yeah i mean there's definitely some like problematic parts of it like her family played like bongo drums like when the people got to her house like there's definitely some like oh. not like super accurate um things in it but I think that the overall message is good. And there was, like, a lot of information about, like, what was going on, um, like, in South Africa at that time. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely, like, worth a in watch. In the 90s, and, right? And that's yeah, kind of when I, Invictus was happening. Yeah, so maybe it's, like, some, maybe it's like a similar subject. I don't know. That's but cool. But it's definitely worth a watch. Take it with a grain of salt. Like, I don't know. It might be a little bit offensive, but for being made, you know, if you listen, if you're a listener to that's the worst, the unpopular opinion podcast, you better before you listen, listen every day, you better just get out your salt shaker because you're just going to have to take it with a grain of salt. Truly everything. Yeah. Which is okay. Yeah. That's totally fine. Wow. I feel good about this episode. How do you feel? I feel fine. I feel like I have a lot of work to do. Yeah, we both do. I We're white like people. Really, we literally suck inherently. I think this really, like, I don't know. It, like, I, I don't know. I just have some work to do. 
I feel like I was quiet, but I don't know. I, I don't think so. I don't want to say anything wrong. You know. I don't know if you, you I don't know if you know it's wrong until you say it sometimes, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Lots to learn, Kev. Lots to learn. White fragility. Maybe we should become the White Fragility podcast. Maybe. Should that be our <laughs> club pick? Um, okay, you want to sign us off here, ma'am? Sure, I would love to. Thank you guys so much for listening to a really uplifting episode of That's the Worst. Um, we hope that you learned something. I hope that we learned something. Um, and I hope that we carry this message throughout our lives. Yeah, we're going to try and ingrain it into our day, into our everything, into our podcast choices, into what we talk about, into, you know, our repertoire. We're going to do it all. We're doing it. Um, be sure to check us out on social media. Um, maybe we'll post some more meaningful content there. I don't know. Um, at that's the worst underscore on Twitter and at that's the worst pod on Instagram. I think those are our plugs and we're Kevin IE and that was literally the worst. See ya.